here with the Tag and Brando podcast. Taggart, how are we doing? Doing okay, man. How are you doing? <laughs> I am so excited. Excited for our fourth in a series of game show type games. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're new to the podcast, uh, every once in a while, Taggart and I will just, you know, kind of do a little quiz on each other. You know, something that we find is fun and we hope you guys play along at home or car or probably at home. You're all at home now. (laughs) 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 Let's face it. That's part of what we're doing. This is exactly (laughs) stuck at home and, you know. We want to just bring a little bit of fun, a little bit of joy, and yeah. uh, also just some some mind noodlers out there for you. Right. Absolutely. So, Tagger, what do we got today? All right. Well, I, I, I have a game that I have coined uh, Academic Pandemic. Ooh. In, in which I'm going to test your... Academic Pandemic. Your... <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna test your limited knowledge on uh, Ooh, historic. Ow. Histori- <laughs> hey, that was not supposed to be a dig uh, <laughs> on your uh, knowledge of historic uh, world pandemics. Okay, so diseases from around the world. Here we go. That's right. So what what I got here is I got three rounds, three rounds each containing three questions. Um, each round will be um, one pandemic versus a, another. Okay. So A pandemic versus B pandemic. Uh, the answers okay. to the questions can either be pandemic A or pandemic B or both. But no neither. But no neithers, right. Okay, it, good. It will be a combination of said two pandemics that is the worst when it's like all the above or none of the above and you're like what am i even doing here (laughs) (laughs) why would it be none of the above i hate those questions because you think like because you read them in order so it's gonna be like oh a a sounds pretty good b uh, uh c Oh, all of the above. Oh, man. Now I'm thinking it could be all of the above. None of the above? What the F? I was feeling really good about A. Now I hate it. I hate A. (laughs) I'm not going to say this test isn't about how well you could take tests. Because I'm not. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) But uh, uh, hopefully, uh, the whole point of this is hopefully we learn a little bit more about diseases that we don't necessarily uh face these days but uh but uh so anyways after each question uh if you're interested i can give you a little nugget about what that question was about or or the specific characteristic of that pandemic so maybe sure learn something as well as just say yes or no so dude a little little karma san diego style i want to get educated and win great prizes like well, there's the no version. prizes here, so I guess just education. <laughs> All right. Well, All right, that's re- that's that's a great prize in and of itself. Yes, oh, I am ready. I am ready? ready to roll. All right. Do I cough cough once for yes and cough twice for no? No, least? let's not make it that complicated, <laughs> since neither okay. of these are yes no questions. Um, neither, none of. <laughs> 
All of the above. I like not- how you just changed the pronunciation. <laughs> Neither. Neither. You know what? Not even going there. <laughs> All right. So round one. Ooh. Round one is uh, going to be the uh, bubonic plague versus the plague of Justinian. Ooh, okay. That's, All right. I think an Are ancient you- Romanist, but Ooh. I don't know. Ooh, so you might have some familiarity with either of these, or maybe okay. one in particular. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> or at least a lot of the listeners will probably just have some knowledge on one of these. So remember, these answers can be A, B, or both. Um, so Got it. Let's dive in. First question. Which plague originated or was said to have been... Uh, carried by rats uh, who were infected or who carried fleas that were infected with the plague that were uh, distributed on merchant ships. I am definitely thinking the bubonic plague is all rat-based. So I'm going to say first one, bubonic. Mm, that is a very good guess. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> right off the bat, this is a both. Oh, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> so this, these, uh, yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll jump back and give it a little bit more specifics here. Let's keep going on okay. the black. Same, same three or same Justinian. two. Yes. Okay. Still on the same okay. two here. So number two, this plague now, I'm going to butcher this because my Latin is not so good. Uh, <laughs> number two here. This plague uh, originated or is caused by the bacterium Yersinia pestis. Yersinia pestis. I was going to give you credit because we don't really know what Latin sounded like, but Yersinia pestis. So, I mean, pest. Obviously, we established mm. that with the rats, so that doesn't give anything away. Uh, Eusidius Pestis. I'm going to say just Justinian. Justinian? Is that even right? Justinian? That's yeah. how I'm pronouncing it. Oh, <laughs> right. pronouncing it. <laughs> um, also a good guess. The Plague of Justinian is a very good guess because, again, surprise, it's both. Ah, oh, this is just the same plague all over again. <laughs> <laughs> it's technically Trick. not the same plague, but interesting enough, both are caused by the same bacterium. Um, and so there are <laughs> there are links to both, but um, but they are not the same thing, which is very interesting. Anyways. Oh, man. Um, this, this is the worst third question. <laughs> <laughs> I've guessed the first one. I've guessed the second one, but it's been both, both times. <laughs> So let's what? get into the third one. Here we this go. This is the whole how to take a test crap. Anyway, sorry. Go. I'm sorry. I told you. <laughs> this is how this it is might not go. about how to take a test. <laughs> this is how it might go. So, okay. Question number three. Some experts estimate uh, that over 50% of Europe's population died due to this plague. I'm going bubonic. Ooh. 
So good. Uh, so okay. good. But. Oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> technically both. Oh, gosh. Dang <laughs> this is the same plague. I knew it. It's not. Oh. So anyways, uh, let me give you a little background. So the plague of, Just- <laughs> the plague of Justinian um, occurred. The, ma- the major occurrence was between 541 and 542 AD. Okay. Just so the fall of it, Rome, yeah. Right. Um, and it is said that this plague may have played a factor in the fall of Rome. So thank you for bringing that up. I would have, I would have glazed over that point. Um, mm. This plague also had reoccurrence through the 8th century up to about 750 AD. Continue okay. to pop back up every now and then. Now they say from that full time period... They estimate that um, twenty-five to f- uh, twenty-five to one hundred million people died <laughs> during those two centuries. That is a swing. Which, twenty-five to one hundred. <laughs> and it's a big amount, but it estimates out to about half of Europe's population at the time of the first outbreak. So there's a little asterisk. But okay. <laughs> all right. Um, so that's that. So, but still, if we're saying upward numbers, a hundred million people is no small right. bananas. In 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 the plague carried on bananas. Yeah, in the pandemics of all the pandemics, the plague of Justinian ranks number four as the worst. Okay. Um, the Black Plague, of course, was one that we're most familiar with resulted in 75 to 200 million death. That's again, that's about the same swing. <laughs> yeah. It, exactly. It, <laughs> you see that history doesn't know the specifics on a lot of this stuff. But, they're they're uh, basically saying like, well, if the pop, we know it killed about 50%. So either the population was between 150 to 400. So we're just going to say it's somewhere in between there. Right. Right, and and then most estimates that I saw really said now we they thought it was uh, you know around fifty percent. Though this quote that I have written down said thirty percent to sixty <laughs> percent. Okay, fair. Enough. Again, again a range, but mm-hmm. um, but I read a couple of articles that said that were really pretty firm on the fifty percent, which is why I wrote the question as I did. And the bubonic plague is interesting. Took two hundred years just uh, for Europe to recoup their numbers of deaths that they had due to the plague. So, what is the so Justinian is you know sixth uh, century to eighth century? What was the it that was um, the bubonic plague was like the sixteen hundreds, right? Yeah, it was the uh, London was, Fire. Kind of killed a lot of the rats. Yeah, I'm sorry, everything. I didn't write that down, mm-hmm. but I can look it up real quick. It was, yeah, it's in the mid 1500s. Black plague. <laughs> Black plague time frame. Because yeah, it's definitely so. 
so we we are establishing that these are two different plagues, but it is the same. It is the same disease, just in different centuries. Right. Right. Okay. Now, and the right. numbers I gave you for the Black Plague were the ones from Eurasia, from uh, Europe and Asia. Mm-hmm. Now, the oh, we the, know what Eurasia is. You know, <laughs> and a lot, and uh, the Black Plague uh, actually, excuse me, is before that, 13, 1300s, 1331 to 34 is about, no. well, or 46 to 53. They're not entirely sure, but <laughs> right. a couple of different things. Sketchy so, records back then. Okay. Yeah, you know, they didn't write things down. So, so anyways, yeah, I thought very interesting because, yes, the origin, the same bacteria, different, different deals, um, but same carrier mechanism, same devastating right. results uh, at different time periods. And, uh, of course, the second one, we don't know that well. So there you go. Round one over. Round one. Okay. All right, let's I move got on. Not even fifty percent of that. I got zero. <laughs> well, technically, no, technically you I got did get fifty percent on all of them. <laughs> all right, <laughs> nailed let's it. Let's look at it that way. <laughs> all right, so, I got somewhere between seventy-five and two hundred percent. You were uh, take it this way. You weren't wrong ever. Oh, that's fair. Right. All right. Right. Um, okay, so here we go. So this is round two. This is the Spanish flu versus mm. the swine flu. Ooh, okay. Okay. All right, all right. All right. H1N1. So, all right, here we go. Oh, see, now don't, don't get ahead of me now. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Don't get ahead of me. All right. Question one. Which... Is caused by a strain of the H1N1 influenza virus. Oh, nice. I'm going to say, oh, man, if this is a freaking ball thing, I'm pissed. I'm going to say swine flu. You are correct, but it's also the Spanish flu. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I promise not all of them will be. <laughs> but when researching Ugh. these, I thought it very interesting that uh, there was a quite a few or the there was Roberts. a few that mm-hmm. that had uh, similar backgrounds now now the spanish flu uh was a true h1n1 strain where okay. the swine flu is technically a a different strain altogether um uh the the initial one was i think an h3n2 um, version of the H1N1 virus, which was actually the swine flu. So, um, so there you go. Okay, so I did get that one wrong, straight up. <laughs> Technically not, because it is a strain of H1N1, and right. and so it is said, and okay. so it is. All right. right. Question number dos. Two. This is Spanish okay. for round two. Question two. <laughs> which virus, or, or which, uh, they're flus. Which right. virus, that's fair. Uh, which. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. Yes. 
which uh, pandemic infected the higher number of people? Hint of this cannot be both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, using superlative era. <laughs> I guess that's not, you said higher, not highest. We'll say highest. Okay. Uh, I will say the Spanish flu. Ah. Influenza española. Also interesting here about this, the Spanish flu. Oh, wait, hold on. Is it because the Spanish flu was longer ago, so there was less people? Now H1, or now swine flu is more people because population, but it isn't as bad in terms of of proportion? Ah, now you're thinking. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) So it is estimated that the Spanish flu infected five. 100 million people. Now, oh, wow. Now, this is be- Spanish flu is I- early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Um, this is estimated to about a third of the world's population being affected by this virus. Mm-hmm. But the swine flu actually estimated to... Um, Infect seven hundred million to one point four billion people. Billion, billion. Contra- contracted the virus, but the interesting about it is that it only. I hit my res- nose on my mic. Yeah, because I, like, I I came into my mic and I like smacked my nose into it. Like, huh? <laughs> Though it's estimated that only 150,000 uh, 150, to 575,000 fatalities actually occurred from the swine flu, uh, which is, of course, less than the Spanish flu, which was 50 million deaths. Hmm. Um, so tons more people got it, just better health care. And right. When such. this is also an interesting fact, when swine flu was said and done, they went back and researched the numbers and realized that the 150 to 575 pretty much lined up to the amount of deaths of a seasonal flu season, which is about 250 to 500 deaths annually. Mm-hmm. So it really wasn't any worse than a regular flu season, though, of course, it was like twice, you know, you had your regular flu season and your flight, your swine flu season. So, Oh, double um, duty. All right. So that's why it was a pandemic versus, you know, the, the flu didn't take the year off. That's all. So anyways, um, (laughs) so yeah, interesting. So here we go. So that was question number two, question number three on round two. Okay. Which diseases pandemic lasted two years? So Spanish flu lasted two years or swine flu lasted two years. Correct. (sighs) Both. I would almost give you both. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing so terribly. (laughs) You're not. You're doing fine. (laughs) 
because <laughs> um, it's almost oh a trick question. The swine, the the Spanish flu, is estimated uh, to have occurred between uh, during 1918 and 1919. Mm-hmm. Though some people said that it, it the pandemic stretched into 1920, um, but most people give it those two years. All right, mm-hmm. so. And swine flu lasted. Oh, let me get the exact numbers here. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Come on, Ziggy. Ziggy says uh, you gotta go back and fix, <laughs> fix H one N one. Where is it? Oh, sorry. Ah, lasted from January two thousand and nine to August two thousand and ten. So almost two years. Basically, it's both. So good I'm job. Saying you, you I'm saying you average them together. You. you average them together at two years. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely, I give it to you. That was All right. <laughs> that was kind of a jerk question. Sorry. <clears throat> um, so um, I'm going to ask you a question, please. Flu shot every year, on occasion, never. What's your what's your vaccination record there? I am not very good at getting it. Okay. If I take my child to get it, then I'm like, oh, yeah, let me have that. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of how that breaks down. All right. So. um, I. One sec. I have to. Yes. um, So when I was in college, I went and did a medical research study for. Uh, an alternate version of the wow I cannot talk right now you're doing um, <laughs> yeah an alternate version of the uh, flu vaccine and because um, it's cultivated in eggs uh-huh um, and so a lot of people who are allergic to chicken eggs can't get mm. the flu vaccine right and so they cultivate it in the spleen of the African green monkey. Nice. And that's what I was inoculated with. And so... And how did that go for you? It was fine. I got a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Didn't I didn't have any... Year? It didn't have any symptoms. And, <clears throat> you know, you know, medical science moved on. Nice. Moved forward that day. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, there, there's, there's hope out there hope for those that are allergic to the flu vaccine. Nice. Just so everybody knows. Well, thanks for that tidbit of information. <laughs> <laughs> no, but awesome. I haven't gotten a, I haven't gotten a flu shot since. So <laughs> <laughs> probably they're not paying me. I'm not getting it. Uh, I don't know if this awesome. is your next topic, but I also have tested uh, smallpox vaccine. So oh, yeah, I'm also pretty pretty happy about that. Nice. That I did well, not get smallpox from it. Well, before we move on to round three, I wanted to mention something that I found interesting when looking at the Spanish and the swine flus. Um, we uh, do you recall why we called it the swine flu? I don't know that as much as I think I know why we call it the Spanish flu. <laughs> so, no. 
Oh, okay. Um, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure if I have the information on the Spanish flu. So why do why do we call it the Spanish flu? The Spanish flu, I believe, was uh, as you said, you know, infecting uh, quite a number of people. Um, but Spain was the first one to like report it in high amount, and so that's why it was called the Spanish flu, even though it wasn't. It didn't originate in Spain. I believe it originated. Do I'm gonna call a country out, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that's that's my understanding. Is it uh, it, it <clears throat> plenty of cases were seen in other countries throughout Europe, but um, Spain was the first one to be like, "All right, we're owning this. We have this many. Anybody else got this?" And they're like, "Ooh, Spanish people have the flu." Oh, you mean the thing that we all have? Oh, got it. Yeah, <laughs> but it kind of got branded that way. Crazy. So. Anyway. Well, it was the early 1900s. That's yeah. kind of how things went. Mm-hmm. Um, so as the swine flu goes, the um, like I mentioned before, that it was a new strain of H1N1, which uh, is said to have been re- the result of a previous triple reassortment of bird, swine, and human flu, uh, flu viruses. Ooh. Which then further combined with the Eurasian pig flu virus. Pig which, flu. <laughs> which then um which then caused the issue. So yeah, so the the interesting thing there with that is that it being H one N one, it is somewhat of a descendant of the Spanish flu. It's the same virus. Um and back in the days of the Spanish flu, there was results or there were reports as well of a lot of pigs mm-hmm. getting sick as well, um, oh, which okay. we now purport to be the same virus because pigs can get it and, um, you know, get sick by it as well, which is why. Anyways, um, though, initially they think that the Spanish flu um, H1N1 virus had been combined with genes of avian origin, so some kind of bird. Um, Jeez, Louise, uh, man! This initially, yeah, caused the the Spanish flu, which then you know resorted and mutated and whatever, and and then uh, we got it. Pigs probably got it from us. That's what they say. We got it from. The bird, and then the, and then the pigs <laughs> probably got it from us, and then the pigs and the birds and the humans virus all got together, and then we got sick from all of that later again. So, um, wow, crazy, crazy. Viruses um, are punks, dude. They yes, very much so. Um, so I went to history.com just real quick, only on the Spanish flu, uh-huh. and <clears throat> it's because. Um, Spain was uh, one of the neutral countries during World War One, and so it had, you know, it didn't have censored press mm. as the other countries did, and they weren't wanting to report like, hey, we just had this many people die from this thing, and, you know, have like, oh, the allies are doing better, whatever. So they, and then the king of Spain got it, and so the death tolls and right. the fact that the royalty was reporting that they, that's, they're like, oh, but it's likely to have originated in another place. It just that it got the most press from Spain. 
Right. So, you say that now, and that triggers it. I didn't write that down, but I was like, I do remember the Spanish monarch getting it. So, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, good Google. Thanks. <laughs> Are right. you ready? Th- okay. For round I, three. Man, I am shooting. <laughs> I'm firing on all cylinders here. This is <laughs> definitely. All right. What do we got? What are our two contenders for this round? Surprise, surprise. You mentioned it earlier. We got smallpox. Yeah. And versus the yellow fever. Ooh, jungle fever. No, yellow fever. Anyway. That's different. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> let's look at question number one. This disease was carried to the new world due to exploration and settling in those new areas. Oh, are you kidding me? That has to be a both. Yeah! Okay. You got a both. You got that's, one. That's how anything gets around. Just like, oh, new area? <coughs> that's awesome. Excuse me. What was your name? <laughs> so you're not wrong. You're absolutely okay. right. That's definitely how disease goes. Somebody carries it to your house, and they've now explored to your house and have right. It moves with people. Yes, <laughs> but but this is mostly you know referring to the the big exploration movement back in whatever times that you know mm-hmm. the fifteen hundreds, um, where uh, you know smallpox, of course, is. Uh, very well known to have wiped out a lot of the uh, Native Americans here and in other places mm-hmm. in the Aborigines in Africa in, in Australia and and mm-hmm. of course yellow fever they think mostly came over once things were settled here and the slave trade started um, so yeah yeah Thanks so, a lot. So yeah. Anyways, so that's that's that. Um, though. Oh, so I got the one right. Totally. You nice. got one right. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Let's look at number two. Okay. This disease is thought to have originated in Africa. Uh, I'm gonna say. Oof. I'm going to say yellow fever. Yellow fever is correct. I think I kind of gave this to you just a second ago, but you might not have. Well, I mean, it's always one of those like trick, you know, because smallpox, right. you, you think of Europe, you think about it, but could it have been somewhere right. else? Right. Well, yeah. and and there's discrepancy with that. So with this is almost a both. The earliest, mm-hmm. um, the earliest said case of smallpox has been traced back to Egypt mm-hmm. uh, because they were able to actually examine uh, a mummy that, that looked been as if they enough. had mm-hmm. smallpox, right? Um, though there are descriptions of of this. And th- so then that's, that's, when was that? I think that, did I write that down? Um, I actually am not, I don't remember if I did or not. Um, I want to say, uh, 
sixth or seventh century. Okay. Egypt. But uh, but there is description of the of what we think was the disease, written description, um, as early as the fourth century in China. So there Ooh. is there is some okay. thought that maybe it has come from China, but then there's some you know then the, they don't know whether they can credit that writing or not as mm-hmm. actually being smallpox. So they don't they don't really know, but uh, but. Smallpox is old. Yes. Very old. Yes. And yellow fever is also pretty old, but um, not that old. Okay. So, gosh, we're almost we're almost at the end here. And I can, this is it. Oh, my goodness. Just okay. Roll the marbles. So, let's see if you can get a cl- clean sweep on... The two diseases that are the most different: smallpox and yellow fever. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> number, th- number three, which disease is currently on the rise? Oh, uh, I'm gonna say, oh man, I'm gonna say yellow fever because I'm pretty sure smallpox has been largely eradicated except for in maybe like the the reason I got the smallpox vaccine was they were testing it for the military in case uh-huh. somebody tried to weaponize it. So I'm going to say yellow fever. Oh. You are correct, sir. Boom. Sucker. Since, since the 1980s. Oh, I just lost my thing. Since <laughs> since the 1980s, the number of cases of yellow fever have been increasing, um, and it is interesting that it's mostly from Africa. Uh huh. Those cases seem to be rising more than anywhere else, which is very interesting, being the supposed origin of this disease. It's believed, right. yeah. It's believed. So to be, I mean, you would think that people there are more accustomed to it, like they've gone through right. generations of, um, and everything like that. So maybe it's, you know, that immunity, that herd immunity, has dipped back down. Right. Exactly. And it's interesting enough that uh, that uh, early earlier on in the pandemic of uh, yellow fever. There was quite a good population of Africa that were naturally immune due mm-hmm. to their increased um, exposure to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it, you know they believe that fewer people are being immune uh, due to <laughs> due to more people living in cities, more people moving around frequently, and changing climates, uh, and uh, you know changing from climb to climb, as well as changing global climates, are increasing the uh, habitat of the mosquito, which is the uh, tool that distributes the virus to humans, mosquitoes, which is why it, it it's thought of as a tropical disease because, um, you know, water, mosquitoes, you get it, warm temperatures. 
breed more mosquitoes. So, yeah. Um, and you were also right about Spanish flu. The Or Spanish flu. We're back to Spanish flu. Um, small, smallpox is one of two infectious diseases that has been completely eradicated from the earth. Um, and so it's interesting that you were to say that they were, would weaponize Spanish flu. Obviously, people... Smallpox. Smallpox. No, they can weaponize uh, anything, but... They could, yeah. but yeah, but it, there has been synthesized, you know, cases of smallpox and things like this since. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the last naturally occurring uh, uh, case of smallpox, I believe, was either 77 or 79. So it's been a long time. Um. So, are you interested in in what the other infectious disease that has been eradicated is? Um, hold on. Well, I mean, there's polio. Hmm. Um. And oh, I know this. Oh, tell me, I can't remember. I got nothing. Oh, no worries. No worries. Um, a typhoid. For sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> so interesting enough, polio has not been eradicated. Now, most people don't get polio. It's very rare these days. Okay. Fewer than 1,000 U.S. cases per year. But... Uh, it it still does occur, though uh, it can you know it it's preventable by vaccine. So most most people don't get it because everyone gets a mm-hmm. polio vac- a polio vaccine. Um, but uh, but yeah. So okay. So, so no, polio not, not polio. Okay. Interesting enough, the only other infectious disease that has been eradicated. Uh, you know, deemed eradicated, I guess you should say, is a disease called Rinderpest. Rinderpest? Rinderpest? With what is R. it? Okay. Rind- <laughs> yeah, Rin- Rinderpest. R-I-N-D-E-R-P-E-S-T. Okay. And this is a cattle plague. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. This is uh, a disease, uh, an infectious viral disease of cattle, domesticated buffalo, and other species of, of even-toed ungulates, if you will. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> so buffalo, antelope, deers, giraffes, other things like that could get it as well. But uh, but uh, it... it uh, after vaccinations and uh, immune immunizations and everything that went forth there, this has mm-hmm. been there was a global eradication campaign um, caused the last case of such to be diagnosed in two thousand and one. So fairly. Um, uh, fairly new, fairly new eradication. Hmm. Okay. Um, interesting enough, if we think about smallpox, smallpox is also 
the first disease to be eradicated, but also the first disease uh, to have a vaccine. Vaccines were created to mm-hmm. combat smallpox. There was no such thing as vaccines before that. So, do you do you know like the history of that? No, not really. I didn't really delve into that. Um, do you know the history of that? Um, yeah. So we studied a little bit about this and um, just uh, done a little. Uh, you know, obviously when I was vaccinated and stuff like that, kind of a little bit of research. Yeah. So. Um, smallpox and all different poxes and everything like that are Love all, them. yeah, they're all, uh, the herpes virus, right? It's just a form of chicken pox and smallpox, cowpox, all that kind of different stuff. Mm, uh-huh. Um, and so what they would do is they actually, um, like initially would take the pustules from an infected person and like dry them out and uh-huh. then they would like um just like you would just inhale them so like you would just snort i'm pretty sure you just snort dried pustules and nice. what that what that does is drying it out obviously um you know it helps kill the virus mm-hmm. but and that is all a vaccine really is, is it's a uh, dead or weakened state of the uh, actual virus that gives your body the, uh, uh, your immune system, the recognition software, if you will. Right. And everything Basically like gives that. gives them the, mm-hmm. the, the skeleton, I guess you could say, of the virus. Yeah, so the blueprints reco- of the virus. Yeah, Right, exactly. so it can recognize mm-hmm. it when it's there and say, you bad. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. And so um, then what they uh, started doing is they uh, started inoculating just under the skin. So they would um, they would take uh, cowpox or some other pustule similar um, and everything like that. And they would um, they would just cut a little uh, like cut, cut into your arm and and put it in there. And that's why. A lot of people with the smallpox scars, I mean, it kind of carried on for a while because you had to like dig it in and everything. So right. like um, smallpox scars were really big and gross for a long time. But the crazy thing is to get it from like in 18th century to get it from Europe over to the New World, over to the Americas, they had to keep the virus alive over this, you know, several week journey. So they, that you know, you, you gotta, you gotta think of the time here. Um, they opted to get 22 orphans oh. that they would essentially just like infect in sequence to, um, to, to get it to it the new world, new world. So then they can, you know, harvest the, the pustules to help inoculate it over in the new world. Yikes, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of crazy when you think about it. But, yeah. but yeah, that's, I mean, that's it. You had to have a living host, basically, because there's no refrigeration. There's no, you know, and it's it's a disease that at that, at that time, you know, didn't really, it couldn't be transmitted from, animals or anything like that that's like the weirdest thing this whole animal crossover like the fact that 
a tiger has coronavirus now is crazy. It does? Yeah, you didn't hear about that? No, I didn't know about that. Yeah, so at the Bronx Zoo, one of their tigers tested positive for uh, COVID-19. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how severe it is, obviously, and it kind of, like, the the other crazy thing with, like, diseases in general is the fact that, like, did you ever read Guns, Germs, and Steel? Uh, no. No. So, um, just one of the interesting things that they point out in that book is how, um, how Europe like and asia and stuff like that like they just lived so close to their animals and they just domesticated animals and that's where the all these diseases started coming from like we just talked about like we get it from birds and then the birds we give it to the pigs and then the pigs give it back to us 10 times worse and everything like that it's because people are interacting they're um touching these animals all the time and all this kind of different stuff. And so it's just this back and forth and back and forth. Whereas in the Americas, the reason that they were so susceptible to these diseases is because they, they didn't have anything that domesticated. So everything they had was just like, you know, um, you know, the occasional dog and, you know, stuff like that. Some, um, some, animals they kept for food you know maybe but they didn't have they weren't breeding yeah exactly and so so when they you know their immune systems had not dealt with these you know things that have been given from fleas and back to rats and back to you and back to me and back to the pig you know all this kind of stuff stuff. so um so yeah it's just uh just kind of interesting that just the different lifestyle you know led to and you know europe survived being wiped out twice almost apparently 50 percent you know 50 percent at a time and you know however much smallpox and everything else and then bingo bango they just it just comes over and now it's the america's time to you know cull the herd i guess right so Dude, that's crazy. Well, I, I wanted to leave you with a couple of uh, factoids. Um, well, first, I'm going to thank you. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I felt good. I learned a lot. Good. Um, and obviously, a lot of stuff that I did not know. <laughs> You're welcome. But, but yeah, good it stuff. Was, it was fun to look it up. And again, this is it was very surface uh, research, but mm-hmm. it was still like, uh, you know, not stuff that I'd really delved into before. Um, uh, now I me- I mentioned uh, earlier that the the biggest you know pandemic that the world has experienced is the bubonic plague, right? Right. The fourth being the plague of Justinian. Can you name the second and the third biggest pandemics? Hint: We've mentioned them today. Um, well, I'm definitely going to have to say, um, swine flu, if it hit over a billion people. Well, I guess this would be in death toll. Death toll. Okay. Death toll. Um, smallpox. Smallpox is number two, 56 million. 
Okay. Um, and yeah, it have to be the yellow, then yellow fever, right? Or malaria? No, no. Actually, hmm. uh, the third is Spanish flu. Oh, okay. Spanish flu, the most recent of the terrible uh, pandemics, again, 1918 to 1919, killed 40 to 50 million people. Jeez. Um, And when you compare that to... 40 to 50 million people in two years. Yeah. Yeah. So it affected, you know, it affected a third of the world's population. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. 50 to you know where where swine flu uh infected more up to 1.4 billion but only 200,000 people died. 200 to, to 575 in, in basically a hundred years right it's almost like exactly a hundred year cycle for that and it's very close yeah and it's yeah. like it's more transmitted because people are airplane in and in huge cities and this that and the other so more many 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 more people got it but it just didn't kill nearly as many interesting and and two i I mean you guys are going to think about it like people are also probably healthier now right than they were then (laughs) where if you got like a sick you're just like yeah yeah anyway king didn't yeah, no. So I was just gonna say that I got a list of twenty pandemics is what I'm looking at here, and yes, it probably doesn't include all of them, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Spanish flu is third, swine flu is fifteenth, like yeah. it's way it's mm-hmm. way at the bottom. The right. the uh, the lowest the the twentieth is SARS with seven hundred and seventy people, mm-hmm. and MERS at eight fifty. So I was actually I was trying to compare SARS to um, to COVID nineteen just to kind uh-huh. of see and it is a it is a similar virus and everything yeah um, and yeah it was just it was so much better contained basically like um, I think it was only eight thousand people were actually contracted it and right. of that as you said about 800 people died so it still had a 10 percent death toll so which was like oh that's bad so you said but, eighty thousand people contracted it no eight. Oh, eight thousand. yeah that's what it said Maybe, wow uh, well yeah, it, compare yeah. that compare that to our current death toll of today that's like a thousand times worse than what was contracted of sars because we're at eighty two thousand yeah deaths as of today yeah exactly and so that's like kind of the biggest thing is it it um were yeah so like eight thousand people contracted it worldwide um you know reported obviously and yeah only about 800 people died so it almost had a 10 percent death toll so it's like yeah we got to we got to lock this down nip it down but they did it and contained it Mm-hmm. But so so at, so as of today, like I said, we're at eighty-two thousand deaths. Mm-hmm. We are creeping up on yellow fever. We will, Ooh. I we will definitely be, either be right in there or may pass 
Yellow fever. Yellow fever. And and this is talking. Which just number like is it? The eight, the the late eighteen hundreds. Yellow fever was a hundred to a hundred fifty thousand deaths. But which number is it on the twenty list? Twenty. Uh, yellow fever is seventeen. Oh, okay. No, twenty. Sixteen. Excuse me. Okay. Mm-hmm. 16. So so COVID-19 right now bump it is, down to 17. So is, uh, <laughs> is, so COVID right now is 17. Okay. Right? Uh um uh, so yeah, going from lowest to highest we got SIRS 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 MERS Ebola mm-hmm. and then uh COVID-19 and then yellow fever. So um so if we get past 150k, we're passing up yellow fever. If we get past a 200k deaths, then we pass swine flu. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <sighs> that's crazy. And I think I think we could easily do both. Unfortunately, uh, so we'll we'll have to see we'll have to see how it goes. But. Uh, Hopefully we don't go to the next one, which is the 18th century Great Plagues, which killed 600,000 people. Hopefully Ooh, we don't get that high. That's quite the threshold. It's pretty big <laughs> yeah. of a jump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So just just remember, everybody, we we got past those. <laughs> we, you know, and 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 we are much much better prepared as the swine flu dictates. We are much better prepared now than we were a uh, hundred years ago, fifty years ago. Shoot, you know, right? Like, so, um, so yeah, like, so just, I, yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated at the, like, this point in, in technology, makes it so we are, we are still chugging along, right? Right. A lot of things are taking a hit you know but still like the fact that you can order food on an app and that and somebody could come to your house with no map you know or like you know no directions kind of a thing right like right it it it, and and it gives way to our world continuing on whereas if it was like i keep thinking it's like the 1950s you know because like stores close at like six o'clock now like you're not open on sundays and stuff like that and so i'm like man in the 1950s though i think like a lockdown like this would would have been fine people would have had enough food and you know they may not have been able to go to work but like everything may not have been like as supposedly dire as it is now right but if this was like the 90s where people lived the way they kind of live today, but without the technology, we'd be screwed. <laughs> we would be we'd be having a hard time. And I just yeah. can't. I keep thinking about like Spanish flu, like during mm-hmm. the eight. You know, it, part of that was during World War One. So yep. people have limited resources, anyways. Yeah. And now and now they're dealing with this where they can't leave their houses. They might not be able to work. Uh, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people didn't make it like the mm-hmm. world probably screeched to a halt and it was just 
and where most of most of us can work remotely or not most of us but a lot of us can work remotely and and mm -hmm. uh, and and still get some stream of income coming where those people you know if they worked on the factory they factory closed down and they had nothing nothing yeah so so yeah, yeah man exactly better prepared to do this unfortunately we probably should have been better prepared to shut it down so that it, it, we could we could have nipped it a little earlier um, yeah this is this but. is kind of this is and you'll you'll understand this analogy this is like the the running a marathon analogy yeah if you are training for a marathon or any kind of race any kind of like physical endurance thing we're going to say that there's like a hundred suck points, like where it just sucks. Right. right. And if you, if you start running early and you like do your, your couple of miles and couple of miles, then it sucks a little bit. And then right. it sucks a little bit. So you're taking one suck point at a time. <laughs> and <laughs> then when you get to the marathon, you got like one last suck point because you've trained, you've done like a 20 miler, you know, you're ready and like, you know, you're going to hit the wall at like mile 22, but you're going to get past it because that's that last suck point and right. the marathon's going to be fine. It's just going to be like you're training. Or right. you can sit there on your butt and wait until it's like two weeks out and be like, crap. I need to actually try to run and do it. And then you're going to try to run 10 miles and it's going to be 20 suck points all at once. And it's going to be <laughs> terrible. And then you're going to say, well, I still got to get out there and run. So you run the next weekend and it's going to be 20. And then you still have 60 suck points to get you through <laughs> that. You're going to have to suffer right. through this marathon. And I feel it's almost kind of the opposite for this thing if we had shut it down hard for like a solid three weeks like a two-week gestation of everybody like do you have it if you haven't interacted with anybody in two weeks and you don't show symptoms you don't have it but we're gonna send an extra week just to be sure right and like no interactions at all then we'd be in the clear by right. now but the right. fact that we limped it out, and I'm guilty of it as much as a lot of people, and you know, right. still went to the grocery store and still went to you know get stuff from the restaurants or whatever, and now we're just gonna have to suffer through another month and a half because yeah, you know, at least we're not, right. we're not shut we're not shut down enough. So, well, it's it's interesting. My wife's telling me she watched Contagion. Which, yeah, you should. I haven't watched it. I've I've seen it, but I haven't watched it recently. But apparently, uh -huh. there's so many parallels. They did very good research for that movie. Um, and one of the guys that wrote that movie was interviewed, and he about this whole situation. You know, mm -hmm. and he's like, when we were doing our research, we thought obviously that the 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 reality of something like this happening was very good and very high um but we did not think the reality of us the richest most prepared country in the world would be the worst affected 
because we didn't do the right things early enough. Well, I don't know. Italy has a huge death toll compared to the U.S., but yes. They, they, uh, they, yes, but they don't have as many people infected as we do. Right. And, yeah, that's, because, yeah, that's the biggest thing is just, like, again, it's it's the same kind of thing with, like, the economy and stuff like that. It's like, oh, we got to keep the economy going. It's like, if the economy, again, had shut down for three weeks, then we'd be up and running. Right. But it's the fact that we're just barely keeping it, keeping it going that it's like, and that's, that's kind of what China did is China was just like, nope. Like you, like everybody's on lockdown. Like, right. We're, we're done. And now it's like now, and they flatline their numbers and stuff like that. And so, right. Well, here's, here's his perspective. So Italy obviously is a smaller country. They had, uh, they as of today, 135,000 confirmed cases, 17,000 mm-hmm. deaths. We're at 400,000 confirmed cases with 12,000 deaths. We're going to surpass their number for sure just on statistics alone. Like, because we have a t- almost more than double the amount of confirmed cases as they do. Yeah, but that's that's what I was looking at because I was looking at the the death toll percentages. Ours is right. less than two percent, where right. Italy's is upwards of like ten percent, and like you know some of the other con- European countries, you know Germany's, it's like under one percent and stuff like that. So like I don't know, it's it's kind of a like right. I I think it's right. interesting too in the fact that. Um, even when you look at like the numbers of people tested that don't have it and stuff like that, like um, it's like if you have the symptoms and you go get tested, you only have like a 10%, less than 10% chance. It's like maybe like a 5% chance of actually having it. Right. Anyway. So yeah, it is interesting. Yes. I agree with you. Like we have way more cases, which means we're way more exposed and that's bad. (laughs) Right, but, but just like as resources go go as like a country, money mm-hmm. and things like this, like we should be leading the pack with mm-hmm. using our resources to keep our economy going while we shut things down, which is right. not what has happened. But anyways, that was yeah. I think his point, uh, the the writer of Contagion's point. Like we could have got ahead of this. We saw this and, coming. Right. Like we definitely saw it coming and we did very little. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So anyways, um, seemed a little preachy. I didn't mean to be anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I mean, that's the thing is we, we only have our history to look back on and you know, right. That right. is, it is what it is. I mean, half of Europe just by not washing their hands and you know, right. All that kind of stuff. Just, died out and so we got to make sure that we're we're doing better than that right well that's fun (laughs) yeah well i'll say thanks for thanks for playing my game thanks for giving me the chance to look into this stuff and give you a few quizzy nuggets of information so no i um thoroughly enjoyed it i hope everybody at home played along and uh you know if you're yelling at me because 
it's always both. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see that, you know, the same thing, you know, comes back and things come back around. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. If it's not smallpox, it's coming back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm good. I, yeah. well, unless You're I got the placebo. <sighs> oh. That's stupid Good double luck. blind crappy studies. <laughs> Good luck, man. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Um I think that was the thing is with the flu vaccine, they said like at the end of it they'll tell you if you got the placebo or not because they you need you need work. to go get a real one. You, yeah. <laughs> They're like, um, yeah, you we can't tell you right now, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, everybody, uh, that is uh, one of our famous gaming ep- game episodes, uh, yeah. and we are excited to do another one. So if you have any suggestions on yeah, what kind up. of game we should play, uh, you can reach us at tag n brando, T-A-G-G-N-B-R-A-N-D-O at gmail.com and uh, also on the Twitter and the Instagram. Yes, sir. But uh, keep indoors, keep safe, and check out our back catalog if you want. Yeah, if you're bored. <laughs> yeah. If you're stuck cleaning your house uh, for the third time, like some of us, then uh, do it up. Yeah, if you want to get your mind off of this whole thing and you want to do pandemics, jump back to episode three where we talk about trick-or-treating and its origins. Yep, that's good stuff. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right.